Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by joe tremonte support switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp if you are looking for ways to support the show there's a lot of ways that you can do that head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you you'll find a whole list of ways there uh one way is to give a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, really appreciate everyone who's already done that. Uh, again, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you, and uh, keep those five-star reviews coming. Double Dragon 3, the ultimate in NEX martial arts action continues with all new weapons, characters, and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains. Double Dragon 3 from Acclaim. The action keeps coming. I think it is safe to say that Nintendo had a pretty good year in 2018 uh we we don't know yet if they're going to hit the goals that they set they're fairly lofty goals set by um mr kimi well i don't i don't i don't want to say that it was set by mr kimishima but the goal was stated by mr kimishima before he handed the reins off to mr furukawa uh, and that was that they were going to sell 20 million nintendo switch consoles in uh, fiscal year 2018, which uh, began on April 1st and went in and goes up until uh, March 31st of 2019. We are now officially in 2019 and uh, we'll see if that's going to happen. Let's take a look at some of the best selling stuff on Amazon. Uh, Amazon every year, uh, they um, they point out their most popular products and you can sort it by um, category. And it's I, I've sorted it here by video games to see uh, the most popular items in video games uh, in, in 2018. And of course, one of the biggest things that are sold are uh, gift cards uh, for PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo eShop. Uh, so I'm going to ignore those and just look at the other things that are sold in this category. So we start off Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's Amazon's number one best-selling video game item in 2018, which is a pretty amazing feat considering the fact that the game came out in December, uh, December 3rd. If you look at the other games that have come out this year, uh, games that won awards, games that people are saying are just amazing, games like God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2, those came out a lot earlier in the year. 
and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate outsold them on Amazon, which is pretty amazing to hear. Um, this is physical copies, by the way. This isn't eShop stuff. We talked about uh, the eShop on the previous episode, so if you haven't checked that out, go back and, and check that out then. Uh, the number two item is a Nintendo Switch item, and that is the glass screen protector. I actually have these for my Nintendo Switch and my son's Nintendo Switch. These are really good, and they're only 10 bucks, so I can see why these sold very well. The, if, again, I'm ignoring gift cards. The number three spot is the red and blue neon bundle, uh, or not bundle, but just the red and blue Nintendo Switch, uh, the neon one, not the gray one. That is the number three spot. After that comes the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Um, then we look at some more gift cards, and we've got a uh, the DualShock PS4 controller, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, for PS4 and then Super Mario Party. I remarked, um, when I talked about the eShop sales, uh, how, how well Super Mario Party had done and it looks like it did well physically as well. Uh, we keep going. We've got the NES, uh, classic and then the Xbox One, uh, white wireless controller, then Spider-Man for the PS4. Uh, a regular Xbox black controller, a carrying case for Nintendo Switch, then the Nintendo Switch Gray Edition, and then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Odyssey, Pokemon, uh, Let's Go Pikachu, the Super Nintendo Classic, and now we're finally getting into some more uh, PS4 games. Still haven't seen any Xbox games to be seen anywhere. Uh, We've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for the... Uh, PS4, God of War for the PS4, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, on this list as well, which is very impressive, uh, especially considering it came out uh, when the Switch launched back in March of 2017. And then we've got uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for the Xbox, finally an Xbox game on there. Um, Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch, more Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch, Red Dead Redemption 2 for Xbox, and then Pokemon Let's Go Eevee quite a bit after that. The thing that I notice on here is that uh, the gift cards for PlayStation and Xbox sold a lot more than gift cards for um, the eShop, and I wonder if that's because more people buy physical games for the Nintendo Switch than they do for the other consoles. And I think I think one of the reasons that that might be is because the Nintendo Switch has such limited storage capacity that a lot of people prefer to have physical games for it, although I prefer to have digital games for it. Um, <clears throat> when you buy a physical game um, on Xbox or on... Well, I don't know how it works on Xbox because I don't have one of those, but... Uh, when you buy it on PS4 and maybe on Xbox, you have to install it anyway. Like, even having the disc, you still have to install it. So having the disc really doesn't have a huge advantage other than just re- being able to sell it later on down the line. Whereas physical media on the Nintendo Switch tends to have a pretty big advantage because that means you don't have to download something most of the time. Um 
I think that that's a pretty uh, interesting list, and I'm curious as to what you guys think about this list. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can get a hold of me. You can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can let me know right down below what you think of the Amazon 2018 bestsellers in video games being lots and lots of Nintendo stuff. Let me know. Speaking of selling 20 million Switch units this fiscal year, um, Mr. Furukawa, the current president of Nintendo, he thinks it's still a possibility. Uh, he was um, talking to a Japanese publication, Sankei, and he talked about um, Smash Brothers Ultimate and, you know, how it's doing. He also said this, he says, the goal of hitting 20 million Switch units sold this fiscal year is a little high, but still doable. Um, I like that he's admitting that, hey, that's a little high. Maybe he wouldn't have set such a lofty goal. However, I don't really know. Like, I don't I don't think it's like Mr. Kimishima sits down and, and you know, he's got his slide rule and that little weird green hat. And, you know, does the math and then says it's going to be 20 million. I'm sure like it's a group of people all sitting together and they make a projection. They take it to Mr. Kimishima and he makes the announcement. I, I bet at that point, uh, Mr. Furukawa probably would have made the same announcement. But Nintendo didn't have as strong a 2018 um, in quarters one through three as they did in um 2017 uh year 1 for the switch uh so you know all that math was based on how well they did in 2017 and then bringing it forward to 2018 you know they just didn't have the games at the early part of the year to back that up uh the switch in 2018 was very much all about um you know third party stuff uh lots of indie titles uh, bringing things together and um, you know that doesn't move a lot of units having their biggest games all at the end of the year Super Mario Party um, Super Smash Brothers Pokemon Let's Go and you know those are huge huge games and having all of them at the end of the year makes for a massive fourth quarter I think that their fourth quarter is going to be really really huge and uh, they might actually hit that 20 million mark. Who knows? Uh, Mr. Furukawa seems hopeful, but also doubtful at the same time. I remain cautious, cautiously optimistic that they will. But even if they don't, um, I'm sure, you know, their stock will take a take a hit for not meeting expectations. But as a gamer, I really don't care about that. I just know that they they had a really they had a lot of really good games to play on the Nintendo Switch this year, uh, and that's two years in a row where I had a whole bunch of fun playing on a Nintendo console. And you know, here's to the third. I want to start off with an apology to the CEO of the Pokemon Company uh, because I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Mr. Sunekazu Ishihara, uh, he was recently speaking to Dime about what's going on with Pokemon, 
And he talked about uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, which I've talked about in the past, but I'll mention again that I didn't anticipate really enjoying that game. In fact, I didn't plan on buying it at all other than buying a copy for my son, maybe. And when I ended up playing it, I was blown away at how fun and relaxing it was. So I think that they've done a great job there. Uh, but the the big news here is uh, talking about bringing a mainline Pokemon game to a home console for the first time. You know, Game Freak were wondering if they... Uh, well, here's what he said. He said it was much more difficult than what we expected. Uh, they he, he said that they wondered whether or not they could really put Pokemon on the Switch. And if so, whether it would make it interesting for all three play styles. Now, first off, I find this, this comment to be so weird because they were running... I, I don't think he's talking about technically... Obviously, the Switch has no problem running Pokemon Let's Go because it runs really well. Uh, I I only noticed a little bit of slowdown when I was playing, and for the most part, it's it's just very, very smooth and awesome to play, although I haven't played in handheld very much at all. Um, but they're used to making games on a much more limited system like the 3DS. But what he's saying here is how can they make it interesting to all three play styles, the TV mode, the handheld mode, and the tabletop mode? <laughs> he said it was five times harder to make Pokemon on the Switch as to compared to making it on just a handheld system like the 3DS. And I wonder if this is... Um, if this is something that enters most developers' minds, because I know that it's something that a lot of people probably don't think about very much. I know that I don't. Let me use my favorite game of all time, for example, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I, I adore that game. I've got like 200 hours in Breath of the Wild, and I'm sure at some point I will delete my save and start over and play it again. Because I just love exploring that world. And it has nothing to do with the fact that it's on the TV or the fact that it's in handheld mode or that I can take the Joy-Cons off, pl uh, prop up the, uh, the kickstand and play in tabletop mode. Because all three of those is basically the same experience for me from a game player's perspective. I don't look at those as three distinct modes. They're just three different ways that I can play the game the same way. And for me, that's the benefit of the switch. I don't feel like Nintendo with breath of the wild sat down and tried to design three different ways to play. Whereas with Pokemon Let's Go, the Pokemon company, or a Game Freak, kind of did. Like, when you play in handheld mode, you can use buttons to play. When you um, are in tabletop mode or on TV mode, you have to use motion controls. 
And I almost feel like that is something that they did to the detriment of the game. It's a great game. I had a a lot of fun playing Pokemon uh, Let's Go, and I will continue to play that game. I want to complete my decks. Um, But I feel like they kind of painted themselves into a corner by saying, well, you know, when we play it this way, we want to make sure that this is the control scheme that people use. And I almost feel like this is some self-imposed hardships um, from the Pokemon company and Game Freak because I feel like as much as I enjoyed Pokemon Let's Go, I would have enjoyed it a thousand times more if I could just use the buttons on the controller all the time rather than only in handheld mode. And I think it would have gotten even better reviews. I think a lot of people are like me and they would prefer not to throw their hands forward when they want to throw a Pokeball. I mean, I was sitting at at this desk at one point playing Pokemon Let's Go and I kind of had my legs, like I was leaning back and I had my legs crossed and I went to throw a Pokeball like this and my hand hit the desk and the... um, the uh the the Joy-Con went flying out of my hand. I luckily my hand wasn't moving very fast because it didn't travel very far. It ended up hitting uh the, the computer screen here at my desk and I was like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. That's the kind of thing that would never have happened if I'd have just been able to push a button in order to throw the ball. And and the end at the end of the day, I don't think that the experience of playing Pokemon Let's Go in handheld mode or tabletop mode or on TV mode would have been all that different, but I would have enjoyed it a lot more if they would just give me the option to play the way that I want. So uh, Mr. Ishihara saying that it was five times harder to make a Pokemon game on the Switch because they wanted to make it interesting for all three play styles, TV mode, handheld mode, and tabletop mode. Um... I think that's self-imposed, and if they had just said, let people play the way that they want on the mode that they want, it would have been easier for them to develop, as well as more well-received by the public in general. What do you guys think? Oh, Pac-Man, I'm beat! And I'm hungry! Thank goodness for Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. Nintendo has just spent... All of 2018, focusing on 2018. Uh, They really haven't told us much about what's coming up in the new year. And I was curious as to when we should expect to hear a Nintendo Direct from them in January. And I I started by looking at uh, previous years. So if we go all the way, uh, this is uh, backwards here. Let me. Let me put this in the right order. Uh, If you go to Wikipedia, you can see all of the dates of the Nintendo Directs and what they were about. That's a pretty comprehensive list. And if we look in January of 2018, we had two Nintendo Directs, uh, one on January 11th, one on January 30th. Um, If we go back to 2017, um, that would be January 12th and January 18th, we had two Nintendo Directs, that's 
two for two now. And uh, then, of course, there was another one in February, or two more in February. If we go back to 2016, this is before the Switch was announced, there was no uh, January Direct. Um, they had just had one in December of 2015 for Super Smash Brothers 4. And if we go back to the beginning of that year of 2015, they had a Nintendo Direct on January 14th. And if we keep going, January 17th, 2014. So I'm I'm sensing a pattern here. And, you know, just looking at this doesn't mean that we're going to be definitely getting a uh, Nintendo Direct this time of year. But it does make a lot of sense. They've just spent their whole year focusing on 2018, telling us what's happening in 2018. And, uh, you know, we've we've got some games that, They've either been delayed or um, not really talked about much, like uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Metroid Prime, Animal Crossing. And there's a lot of people who have question marks floating above their heads wondering what is going on with these huge titles that Nintendo uh, is going to be talking about in 2019. Uh, oh, and I almost forgot Luigi's Mansion 3. We've got a lot of games coming up this year. And so I, I started thinking, I think that we will probably end up seeing a uh, new Nintendo Direct. And I, I certainly won't call out a specific date, but my guess would be in the next two weeks. So probably by the 18th, we will have heard from Nintendo about when we will have a Nintendo Direct. And that's just a guess. I don't have any insider knowledge. I'm just looking at what's happened in the past. Um, and I'm curious as to what exactly they're going to talk about. Like, how far along is the development on Animal Crossing? We know that they said that it's coming out this year. You know, I I, I talked about it in an earlier segment about how Mr. Furukawa thinks that it's possible that they could still hit their 20 million mark. What if they had a Nintendo Direct and they said, oh, and by the way, Animal Crossing comes out in February? Like, that would be a huge, huge seller for Nintendo. And uh, if you look at Animal Crossing New Leaf, it sold like gangbusters. It sold really, really well. I expect that the new Animal Crossing game, whatever it is, for the Nintendo Switch is going to sell equally as well or probably even, well, maybe not even better. Right? There's a lot of 3DS machines out there and they're pretty cheap to buy. Uh Nintendo Switch is 300 bucks. That's kind of tough to swallow for a bunch of people in the family. So, you know, maybe whatever Animal Crossing comes out for the Switch won't do as well as New Leaf, at least not in the short run, but you know, that's the kind of game that has a long tail and and people will play that for a really long time and people will proselytize and say how amazing that game is and uh, sell it to other people by showing it to you. That's one of the advantages that the Switch has over the uh, other systems is you can be out someplace and you can be like, hey, look at this game. Isn't this awesome? And just you know, show it to somebody and they don't have to be at your house or uh, have you just describe what's going on uh, like on the PS4 or the Xbox One. Uh, so I, I think that that would really, really help 
Nintendo sell a whole bunch more uh, consoles in the fourth quarter of fiscal year 2018. Who knows? Maybe Luigi's Mansion is going to be leading the off the charge. Um, this is actually kind of interesting. Image and Form, which is a company that made SteamWorld Dig 2. It's one of my favorite games. I think it was from last year. I can't remember when I played it, but... I adore this little Metroidvania game. It's so, so good. And since they announced it, they really haven't said much, or not since they announced it, since that game came out, they really haven't been saying much about it. Um, they've ported some stuff over to Nintendo Switch, but uh, the CEO of Image Inform, Mr. Brian Sigerson, oh, sorry if I uh, butchered his name, uh, he said in a like little 17-second YouTube video, we will soon have some news for you. Uh, see you sooner than you think. And this has been a company that has been supporting Nintendo. Even during the Wii U era, you could get the SteamWorld games on the Wii U. You could get it on the 3DS. And it it would make a whole lot of sense to have them leading off maybe a Nindies Direct and to have a Nindies Direct happen in January. Maybe a, a uh, what the heck do they call it, a, a mini Direct. Uh, in fact, if we look back at, um, at January 11th, 2018, they had a Nintendo Direct Mini which focused on spring-summer 2018 Nintendo Switch games and... Um, you know, that is something that I would ex expect Nintendo to maybe do again. I would like it more if they would focus on the first party stuff in a Nintendo Direct. But I I haven't been terribly disappointed by what I've seen in the Nindy Direct. Like, I've had a lot of fun with the indie games on the Nintendo Switch this year. Uh, so... Starting off next year, maybe with Image Inform talking about uh, bringing whatever it is that they've been working on uh, to the N Nintendo Switch, I think that that would be really cool. Uh, what do you guys expect for a Nintendo Direct in January? What day do you think it'll come on? Uh, I'm I'm looking at the calendar once again, and maybe the 18th or the 11th. Although they don't they don't always fall on a Friday. Um, they, they could be on any day really, but those are, those are two pretty good days. Uh, give people something to get excited about in fourth quarter this year to keep those sales rolling so that they can hit their 20 million mark. And Mr. Furukawa can, can, you know, be looked upon, uh, with when he said it's still doable, it's a high, it's a high bar, but we can clear it, um, I think it would be good for Nintendo to do that. So I would look forward to seeing a Nintendo Direct sooner rather than later. Okie dokie. Well, everybody, that's it for our first episode of 2019 of Nintendo Switchcraft. If uh, you want to check out the full show, it's super easy to do. Come watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel. I've got videos that I post over there as well. Uh, that's at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you are looking to support my content, of which there is a lot, uh, feel free to head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. 
If you want to check out the music for today's episode, uh, you can find that over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Any any music that's ever been on the show is listed right there. Uh, lots of different stuff. Thank you to the artists that allow me to play their music on the show. You guys are awesome. And big thank you to everybody who's ever supported the show. You guys are great. Uh, be it where through your Apple Podcast review or... Uh, you know, joining the Patreon or subscribing on Twitch or using my Amazon affiliate link. There's, uh, again, a, ma- a bunch of ways that you can help support the show. Uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. I will see you all next time. Until then, stay awesome.